Hi, welcome to Promo Insiders, an ASI media podcast that covers the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm Chris Rubo for ASI, and today we'll be delving into one of the biggest acquisitions the industry has seen in years. One of the biggest ever, really. I'm talking about HPG's recently announced acquisition of Evans Manufacturing. HPG, of course, was Promo's ninth biggest supplier when the deal was announced January 9th. Evans ranked in the top 30. Here today to provide insights on what the deal means for the companies and the industry are HPG CEO Chris Anderson and Vice President of Marketing Ben Pauzy. Guys, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having us, Chris. It's a pleasure as always. Awesome. So let's jump into this first question right away. Why did the Evans acquisition make sense for HPG and what's the upside for the company and its customers? Well, we first want to start with the customers because at the end of the day, all of our job security in this industry is reliant upon delighting end users. So the first thing that we look at in terms of evaluating any acquisition opportunity at HPG is why does this benefit the customer? And in the case of as manufacturing, it was nearly a hand and glove fit. As cliched as that sounds, HPG prior to the Evans acquisition had nine locations across North America, one in each time zone, two in Canada, but in terms of North American production of the goods themselves, we're primarily focused on decoration. Mm-hmm. What Evans brings is the ability to produce tote bags out of whole cloth in their Nogales, Mexico facility, mm-hmm. or to produce via their in-house injection of blow molding, water bottles and drinkware. So for HPG, it represented getting production closer to our end users. And in a timeline compressed world that we live in today, Mm-hmm. Anything we can do to cut out lead times and to reduce also our carbon imprint because we're not putting water bottles and tote bags on steamships across the ocean. Instead, we're producing them on continent here in North America. Yeah, bro, those are great points. And, and I think in that way, HPG is tying into not only larger industry trends, but really larger trends in manufacturing in, in, in general. People, you know, uh, North, North American markets are looking to produce closer to North America or in North America uh, for reasons that you mentioned, speed to market, more predictability in the supply chain and this and the sustainability factor, which I think we're all more 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 conscious of um, nowadays. So it seems to I, I could see why all those reasons would make a lot of sense there. One other question I did have kind of on this topic is you hear when companies come together, a lot of times there's there's marketing synergies or sales synergies that that happen. Um, Ben, maybe that's something you could speak to. Is there there things you're anticipating that that both Evans and HPG can benefit from from a marketing sales standpoint? Yes, always. I mean, no two companies succeed the same way. Um, It's partly because of the products they have, but also, you know, we have uh, eight or nine companies now where they just all do it differently. And so it's it's always um, really rewarding to go in and see how the sales team and marketing team have been approaching going to market. Um, and we know that we've got a suite of tools that no one else has. So with Storyboard Plus and Catalog Plus, those are two technologies where we can always fold in and add value to new uh, acquisitions. Um, and uh, yeah, the knowledge share piece is always just the, the fun part of the acquisition. So we're really excited about what we've already seen with the sales and marketing team at Evans. And we know we can learn a lot as HPG. All right, great. So you could take something from them. They could take something from you. Um, quickly, you don't have to go through all the ins and outs, but just for those who may not be aware, top line um, view, Storyboard Plus, just can we tell folks about what that is and what it does? Yeah, so you can upload a logo. It converts the logo within seconds and drops it onto a thousand plus products in a sort of Pinterest-like uh, experience. So then you can kind of add 
your collection of products to a storyboard and it is created instantly. You can brand it with your distributor logo uh, and your client logo and uh, very quickly uh, generate a ton of ideas for a, any project. So uh, that, we'll that's see. excellent. So that and then in some ways you answer you almost answered a part of what my next question is, was how does this um, the acquisition benefit Evans as well, and I imagine be, having access to tools like that is certainly certainly one of the things that Evans customers can look forward to. More broadly speaking, though, Chris, what what are some of the advantages for Evans? What's Evans getting out of this deal? Yeah, well, one way to look at this is that Evans becomes the latest state in the union that is HPG, mm -hmm. and in a union environment, generally you're providing air cover and ground support. That's okay. what I mean by that is that in the case of Storyboard Plus or Catalog Plus, two of the tools that Ben's team commissioned within HPG, they would be, if not impossible, they would be at the very least burdensome for a small to mid-sized supplier to undertake that level of infrastructure spend and investment. So we're able to bring to bear tools and, and at the end of the day, business developing initiatives that frankly and Evans on its own couldn't provide to its customers while at the same time allowing Evans to continue being Evans. That mm -hmm. if you look at, at the rankings of the top suppliers, you can rank them by, by revenue, which those lists are, are widely circulated. But the less circulated, but oftentimes more important list are the list of the suppliers that distributors love to work with because they mm -hmm. make it a frictionless experience. Mm -hmm. And Evans has become over time known as one of those suppliers. Mm -hmm. Now, a big part of why they've earned that reputation was Alan Vaught, the longtime CEO and ongoing president of Evans, obsession with being easy to do business with. What we're going to bring are additional tools and resources that will allow Evans to continue being Evans and to continue with that customer-centric focus, mm -hmm. while at the same time availing them of tools and weapons in their arsenal that simply put would have been beyond their reach previously. Okay. All right. In many ways, you answered my, my next question to a degree already, which is when these big deals have been announced, and we've had more and more of them in promo in recent years, where large one larger company is buying an, another large company. There's worry. Uh-oh. Does this mean that service levels are going to change? If I'm a distributor, am I going to have to do things differently now? Are there hoops that I'm going to have to jump through because now there's a new parent company of this company that I really loved working with? Um, I think you've provided some reassurance already, but is there more you'd like to speak to on that just to let distributors know that, you know, how you're going to try to make this transition from two companies into one as seamless as possible? Well, and, and it brings up an important distinction when it was the courting part of this process that I first met up with Alan several months ago in terms of discussing a potential union. Mm -hmm. And Alan had no shortage of options or suitors, but something that really resonated with him was the HPG Hippocratic approach to integration of acquired businesses, mm -hmm. which is to say that first and foremost, we do no harm. Mm -hmm. Now it's far easier for us to share that and then to back it up given our track record that we have acquired mm -hmm. over a half dozen companies just in the last few years. And in mm -hmm. the process of doing so, have built a playbook by which we enabled the business to continue doing that which has made it successful. But then we identify some of the friction or impediments to growth and partner with the local leaders to address them. So a good mm -hmm. example of this is that Evans Manufacturing today is producing water bottles in Garden Grove, California. 
-hmm. It truly is novel, and they're one of the few molders left in North America who are focused exclusively on the promotional products industry. Mm -hmm. So here we have a freight and volume intensive category that's produced in the far southwest corner of the United States. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't have any news to share today in terms of what the future plans are, but I'll mm -hmm. give you a hint. Mm -hmm. And that's that HPG has production sites across mm -hmm. every time zone in North America mm -hmm. and could readily co-locate equipment while not jeopardizing the Evans existing infrastructure. That's the type of, of synergy that we can bring to bear while all the while Evans is continuing to provide the high levels of service that distributors have come to count on. Mm -hmm. The real key there is that we have additional resources that can be brought to bear as opposed to distracting the existing resources at Evans. Gotcha. All right. Very well said. Um, ben, as Chris is talking, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, this puts you on the spot a little bit. Um, I know the acquisition has just happened, but from a marketing standpoint, does that does having that narrative to share about North American production and what HPG can bring to augment without without hurting is is that something that you look to focus on going to going to market? Is that something you look to put out there? Absolutely. I mean, we have value prop propositions that we continually reinforce for each subsidiary, and then we have the HPG value proposition. And HPG's core value proposition is that we can give you access to everything. And, and, and uh, um, it's a one-stop shop sort of value proposition. And so bolting in an Evans that has you know, hundreds and hundreds of SKUs and expertise in, in uh, core categories is a great story to tell at the HPG level. And then on the Evans level, again, we don't need to change what makes Evans Evans. Um, but what we can do is offer more resources. So you know, my team, we've got 18 people on my team. We've got photographers, designers, brand copywriters, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Evans has two full-time people doing marketing. So immediately we can, they can access a lot more uh, uh, creative energy and market intelligence and all those sorts of things. So, um, so yeah, so we can just help them tell their story uh, more often or louder. Uh, um, and uh, we can do, we can, uh, we're excited to do that. Yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, so let me change gears a little bit here, kind of pull the, pull the lens up or back off this immediate deal for a second and say, does does HPG plan to stay aggressive on on making acquisitions? Um, you know, Chris, it's it's no secret. HPG has been very aggressive about acquisitions in recent years and, and has had success with those. Um, do, do you look to stay there or do, you, or do you think it settles for a time now? Where do you see things going? Well, the answer is a bit of both that okay. we are are very deliberate when it comes to our acquisitions. We have made it a point to not acquire sick businesses or companies, that mm -hmm. this is not a turnaround story. Instead, each business that we have acquired has been a successful enterprise in its own right prior to acquisition, and it plays a, a, an important role in our moving forward architecture. So everything that we do is characterized by first discipline back to that architecture in terms of the businesses within which we want to establish or extend our authority. And from there, it's a matter of opportunities. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that I can't force an independent operator to sell their business or nor can I influence the timing with which they do so. But when we have a pre-developed plan and we stay true to it, when those opportunities come to market, such as Evans, we're ready to pounce. Mm -hmm. So the answer here is that we're gonna be like the best bands over history. 
the, <laughs> the very best bands have a tight but loose orientation. <laughs> that they can improvise when it's time to improvise, but overall, it's in the service of the song. Okay. And our, the service that we all are focused on is creating a version of HPG that is more frictionless for our end users, that is better for our distributor partners to work with, and at the end of the day, that we bring true authority and differentiation to the categories in which we serve. Got it. Chris, I got to tell you, as someone who you know, makes a living partially through writing, I really would have wished that I would have thought of that mu music band analogy for this. That's it. I like that. That's really good. I might I might have to steal that from you. <laughs> Feel free. I'm All sure right. I appropriate it from somewhere else anyway. So okay. <laughs> learn about it's fair play, my friend. All right. Very good. Um, so uh, ne next question here um, is staying on the topic of M&A. Um, there's been a lot of deals. There's a lot of deals to start the year in the industry. There was um, the activity on mergers and acquisitions within the industry broadly was 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 pretty brisk. I think you could say in 2022. Um, uh, you know, do you see that activity continuing? And do you think some of these large deals that we've seen, kind of a two-part question, some of these large deals we've seen between you know a top 40 like yours and another top 40 will will continue? Where, where do you see the M&A landscape going in the industry? Well, we're certainly at an, at an inflection point in terms of the macroeconomic environment, mm -hmm. that whether we're in a recession now or we're on the cusp of one remains to be seen, but it certainly has caused, if nothing else, a bit of a slowing up on the deal side generally, mm -hmm. but none of that is going to slow down the macro wave over the longer term in this, this industry. Mm -hmm. That if you look at other consumer packaged goods type industries, the, the North American promotional products industry has been largely unconsolidated. Right. And so what seems to be a brisk wave for us is really just catching up with other industries that consolidated 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. So all that is to say that, that we may see a momentary slow up if there mm -hmm. is indeed a recession afoot, but that the long-term trend is still going to be toward consolidation. Now, to answer your question more specifically about larger distributors and suppliers buying mm -hmm. increasingly larger distributors and suppliers, mm -hmm. it all comes down to the math. And yeah. in the case of, of an acquisition, one of the realities is that I see dozens of companies every year that I would love to partner with, mm -hmm. but the, the cost, whether it be an explicit cost in terms of advisors, attorneys, accountants, et cetera, or the implicit cost, meaning the distraction factor that comes to play or the opportunity cost of, of engaging there, oftentimes doesn't square with the size of the opportunity. And yeah. the larger a distributor or supplier becomes, the, the higher the burden is in terms of satisfying those implicit and explicit costs, which is to say the bigger you are, the larger the swings you need to make in terms of acquisition. So for mm -hmm. HPG, some of our early acquisitions were appreciably smaller than the acquisition of Evans, which Evans was a top 40 supplier and uh, had great momentum at the end of 2022, such that it likely, we of course haven't seen the 2022 rankings, but I think it's safe to say they would have moved up in the rankings. So this was a sizable business that we just acquired. And yet in terms of that math that I referred to earlier, it was the type of acquisition that will swing the needle for an HPG, and it would suggest that future acquisitions by the likes of an HPG or an HPG equivalent on the distributor side 
are going to be of an Evans type nature. You're going to hire almost as many accountants and advisors to advise on a $5 million acquisition as you would a $50 million acquisition. Mm -hmm. So suffice it to say, it makes sense to focus on the 50s rather than the fives. Okay, got it. If you if you want to move the needle as a larger company, you have to go larger in in in, in what you're looking to purchase. I, I I get it. That makes makes a lot of sense. Um, Ben, I'm just curious. I I know it's not totally your wheelhouse. Um, uh, but it's but what what's your sense? And just talking with industry peers, other executives, do you have a similar view of Chris? Do you see do you see it kind of proceeding that way in terms of M and A? Yes, 100. percent And just uh, you know, being at these events recently in January, it was very interesting how often. Uh, people I was talking to were people trying to sell to HPG uh, okay. and that was not something that we had to deal with you know in years prior uh, after the Evans acquisition it's kind of like so who do I speak to about being acquired uh, is that so, is that right or is that, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty wild like, people yeah. were like, coming up to you on the show floor or, like at the you know or after the show or what was going on yeah, yeah just during during the show it's like, it's like well I'm just the marketing guy but uh, I'll put in <laughs> okay. a good word for me <laughs> all right but that's, that's a great that's a great anecdote though I guess that shows the kind of environment that's that that's out there right now it's that's pretty pretty interesting um so one 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 other question here for you guys thank you so much for being generous with your time um and it's on the subject of private equity Chris uh, you had mentioned um you know, our industry is 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 basically fragmented. We're a fragmented industry. We have not consolidated. Um, I think that's one of the things that has made our industry attractive to private equity. We've seen more private equity money come into the industry in recent years. HPG is private equity backed. Do you see more private equity money coming in? And do you see that contributing to an acceleration of um, deals within our industry? When I say deals, acquisitions and mergers. I do. I do for a number of reasons. And then first and foremost, is as I alluded to earlier, and you just noted that it is still a relatively fragmented industry and where mm -hmm. fragmentation exists, so too does the opportunity to consolidate. Mm -hmm. But private equity's continued incursion into our space is going to be reliant on all of us suppliers and distributors collectively showing a degree of recessionary resistance. Mm -hmm. So there are some businesses that, that really got hammered during the Great Recession. There were others who didn't participate. And so what you're going to see is an increasing divide between the haves and the have-nots in terms of investment and private equity focus to those businesses that have built up enough diversification and strategies by which they can continue to flourish and keep the lights on despite a macroeconomic slowdown. So that's going to characterize the next chapter of private equity activity in our industry how we fare during this next potential recession and over time how robust we can prove our businesses are and there are enough smart and sophisticated operators in both sides of our market distributor and supplier alike who have developed strategies to diversify their revenue bases that my sense is they will continue to be very attractive targets for private equity investors and in a lot of ways that, you know, um, just in talking to people who know a lot more about this than I do, they say that interest is a sign of a healthy industry. Is that is that is that fair to say if there's interest from private equity, that that is a sign of an industry that's going in the right direction? Is that is that a fair characterization? Is that too simple or? No, I don't think it's too simple at all. And I, yeah. I would give you the, the fairly blunt analogy in return that I haven't heard of many private equity deals in the buggy whip sector. Right, sure. <laughs> Alternatively, promotional products. They have proven to be a category that is highly resilient in terms of the online transformation of marketing, that it is still a highly impactful moment when you get a tangible product 
with a company's logo on it and that it in turn, say one of our hub pens, that a hub pen on average finds itself into eight different sets of hands over the course of its, its uh, lifetime of usage. What marketing method out there provides that type of tangible interaction in 2023? In a world that has increasingly become intangible, there's been a reversion back to those opportunities to make tangible impressions, which frankly, I think gives us all reason for optimism, not only in terms of, of third-party dollars flowing into this sector, but our ability to continue to grow the industry to benefit end users and its constituents, suppliers, and distributors alike. Well, well said. Um, last thing here, just fi final thoughts. We'll take it back to the Evans HPD, HPG deal. Excuse me. Uh, ben, we'll start with you. Just um, any final takeaways you have for folks who might be listening? Um, just that look forward to uh, a better HPG and a, a brighter Evans. Uh, it's um, it's going to be uh, an exciting 2023 for all. And uh, we're looking forward to showing the industry um, what we can do. Excellent. And Chris, how about you? Well, I think the key takeaway is that it's business as usual at both sites, that our Garden Grove, California facility and Mexico facility in Nogales that are under the Evans banner. Every employee who was an Evans employee the day before the acquisition announced continues to be an employee today. Orders are still flowing into Evans and flowing out on their tight turnaround timelines. And any change that will occur will be additive in nature. We have plans, uh, frankly, to expand our uh, utilization of both facilities. And in terms of, of where we go from there, it's really a matter, as Ben has noted earlier, of availing the Evans team of some of the tools that HPG has to offer. And likewise, taking some of the Evans capabilities that are uniquely Evans and allowing them to benefit the existing HPG customer relationships. So it won't be too long before tote bags that previously were imported from the Far East are instead brought in from Evans North American Manufacturing Facility and that likewise drinkware, instead of sourcing it from a third party overseas manufacturer, HPG is sourcing it internally from the Evans production site. So all of that gives us great reason for excitement around this deal today but also the promise that it holds in terms of tightening lead times, reducing our reliance on overseas supplier partners, and in the end also doing something that I know Ben, frankly, is extremely passionate about, mm -hmm. which is becoming a more sustainable supplier in mm -hmm. the promotional products industry. Okay. All right. Great, great place to leave it. Chris, Ben, thank you guys both so much for jumping on with me today. I know it's a very busy time of the year and we, we do appreciate it. Great insights into this deal. And it, it sounds like um, customers of both Evans and HPG have a lot to look forward to going forward. So thanks so much and best of luck with everything. Thank you.